2: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: (laughs) (laughs) FFSN, that's Fans First Sports Network. Fans of the NFL. The NFL Draft is finally here. You've heard all the mocks. Well, this is the ultimate mock draft. Every contributor from FFSN for each team, or a reasonable facsimile, has gotten together to go ahead and put together the 2023 and the inaugural Fans First Sports Network Mock Draft Today with me, Brian Anthony Davis from Steel Curtain Network and Fans for Sports Network is the very own K.T. Smith and Kevin Smith, the coach, is here from the call sheet, ready to talk about the draft as we break this all down with all the selections. The waiting is the hardest part, Tom Petty says, K.T. Smith, and it's finally here.
4: Yeah, excellent. Excellent Tom Petty reference to kick the show off, Brian. We love our we love our cultural references here when you and I get together, and that's a good one. And this is a this is a really cool uh, venue or or uh, program that we're putting together, I should say, because you get a lot of mock drafts, most of which are generated by a single individual. But to really have people who are associated with following all these teams individually and all their blog sites be able to sort of have their input. Uh, they probably have a a little more insight about each team and and what their needs might be. And they also are are pretty in touch with what the fans of each of of those teams anticipate. So it's it's a cool collaboration that we've got going on here.
3: I kind of feel that anytime that you stay inside the city or have somebody that is associated with this team or looks at them very closely is more in touch with the team. So that's why I'm so glad we're doing that here. Now, We don't have every single team represented in the first round. Of course, you have teams like the 49ers, the Dolphins, a few more, the Cleveland Browns that are not going to be represented in that first round. The Los Angeles Rams, that's another one too. So what we did, some of those contributors from the networks that were not able to get involved in the first round, they're coming on and helping us with some teams we don't have feeds for. It's going to be a lot of fun, so I want to get started. Since Roger Goodell would not come on with us, uh, he had something better to do, Kevin. I was a little upset with that, but we are going to take from first in school, my very good friend Dave Stefano is going to be the deputy commissioner for the FFSN draft, and he is going to go ahead and name all the picks. So we're going to get ready to do that right now. Man, I tell you what, I am so excited. Any final thoughts before we get into this draft, my friend?
4: Yeah, I can't believe Goodell wouldn't come on that prima donna. You know, what the heck? What you gonna do, Brian?
3: (laughs) What you gonna do, (laughs) Brian? All right, let's (laughs) do it. Let's go. We're gonna go ahead to the Keep Pounding Network. My good friend Desmond Johnson is going to go ahead and announce the first pick for the Carolina Panthers. Let's do it.
2: Hey guys, Desmond Johnson here producer for the
5: keep pounding podcast network on the fans first sports network with the number one
3: pick in the 2023 nfl draft the carolina panthers select bryce young quarterback university of alabama kevin that's kind of a no-brainer what do you think of the selection of Bryce Young? How does it fit here?
4: Yeah, that's interesting, right? So so really the big debate was Young or Stroud, Young or Stroud, which one would the, would the Panthers go for? But I think that Young's a really good choice because Caroline is going to implement a, a bit of the Rams offensive system. Thomas Brown, the new OC there, is going to bring in some of the Sean McVay influence. And that that's a lot of pocket movement and a lot of getting the quarterback out on the edge, bootleg action, play action. And, and Bryce Young's really built for that stuff. I mean, a lot of people are concerned about, oh, his size. Is he too small to be a pocket passer? I mean, I don't know what the answer to that question is exactly, but I do know that the system that they're going to run in Carolina, run the football and set up the pass off of that and move the quarterback a lot, is one that suits Young's game really well. So that's a really solid pick for the Panthers.
3: All right, I love it. So let's go ahead. Let's go back to Mr. Stefano as he's going to go ahead and announce the number two pick. With
6: the second pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Houston Texans select quarterback C.J. Stroud of Ohio State.
3: C.J. Stroud going, Kevin Smith. Right, so
4: this will now set up the uh, endless debate over which one will end up being the better quarterback. Those two guys are going to be compared to one another for their entire careers. They they have some similarities there in their in terms of their mobility. Stroud is a, probably a little bit more advanced of a pocket passer. Young probably can improvise and and get outside a little bit better, but but much like Young in Carolina, Stroud's going to go to a system in Houston, uh that's going to take advantage of some of his mobility, right? Bobby Slouk, the new DC or OC there, I should say, for D'Amico Ryans is going to, is going to bring in a San Francisco based scheme, which is not that dissimilar to the one that the Panthers are, are probably going to run. Uh, so uh, it'll be really interesting now to compare the two careers of Young and Stroud. They're, they're both being drafted by struggling teams, but they both have decent offensive lines and they're both going to be in systems where their mobility is going to be key. I can't wait to see how this plays out.
3: Well, let's go to our friends at the bullpen, the Houston Texans affiliate for Fans First Sports Network for more on this pick.
2: With pick number two in the 2023 draft, the Houston Texans select quarterback C.J. Stroud. Stroud has a massive arm. He's a two-time Heisman finalist, and the Texans need a quarterback. They do indeed need a quarterback. It couldn't
3: have been said better. Thanks so much to our friends at the bullpen. Check them out for all your Houston Texans need. Kevin, let's keep
6: this going. The third pick in the 2023 NFL draft, the Arizona Cardinals select Will Anderson Jr., edge rusher. Let's go to our good friend
3: from FFSN and Fans First Sports Network's Steel Curtain Network, you know him well, taking care of this selection with his expertise is our very own Dave Schofield.
5: This is Dave Schofield of the Steel Curtain Network, making the third selection in the 2023 FFSN mock draft for the Arizona Cardinals. Part of the reason I took this pick is one, Arizona is a little bit known to be Pittsburgh West at time. They take a lot of former Steelers players, but also because this pick is pretty cut and dry as long as they stay in this position. To me, this was a no-brainer pick if the Cardinals stay in the third spot. Since in this mock draft we were not doing trades, the only way I see this being a different selection for the Cardinals is if this player goes in the first two picks instead, but chances are those will both be quarterbacks, or if someone else trades up for another quarterback. Why? Because Anderson is the best player in this draft. The only problem is he isn't a quarterback. That's the only reason he's not going number one or number two. Plus the Cardinals, they, they could use another player at this position. This pick was a no-brainer. Will Anderson, edge rusher Alabama to the
3: Arizona Cardinals. Kevin, I'm mistaken when I say that I really think Will Anderson is the best player in this draft And I tell you what, if the Steelers were there, I think they'd be running up to the podium for Mr. Anderson. Well, Nick
4: Saban has coached a lot of great players at the University of Alabama, and he has gushed about Will Anderson in ways that I don't ever remember hearing him talk about any other player. And so Nick Saban doesn't dole out uh, accolades lightly. And so for him to speak about Anderson the way that he has is pretty impressive
3: and certainly speaks to. That young man's pedigree absolutely does. I think that's a fantastic pick. The Colts are on the clock. Are they going elsewhere? Or are they hell bent on a quarterback? They're at number
6: four. The fourth pick in the 2023 NFL draft the Indianapolis Colts select quarterback Anthony Richardson, Florida. Wow. No Will Levis there, KT.
4: Well, I, you know, on my, on my call sheet podcast uh, last week, we did a, uh, a show about some of the best fits for some of the drafts, most intriguing prospects. And we led with Anthony Richardson to the Colts. And so I think that's a really good fit for him. He, he has boomer bust potential. No doubt about that. If you're going to put him in an offense, what do you want him to have more than anything else? Do you want him to have a strong run game? And you want him to, to be supported in that run game with a good offensive line. Uh, the backfield combination, and I know Anthony Richardson's a quarterback, but to put but but he's a guy who's gonna be uh used on design quarterback runs and to put him in the backfield with Jonathan Taylor. Wow, that's exciting! I can't wait to see how that plays out.
3: Somebody else that's very excited about that is it's our good friend Drake Wally. Let's go to Drake.
0: It's pretty simple, actually. Anthony Richardson is the
3: most athletic quarterback that's ever been tested, that's ever come out of the draft. Mix that with a guy like Jonathan Taylor in the backfield, weapons like Jelani Woods, Alec Pierce, Michael Pittman Jr., and Shane Steichen's recent success with a run-first quarterback like Jalen
0: Hurts, who needed a lot of passing mechanics kind of tuned up. I think you've got a recipe for success right there in Indianapolis for Anthony Richardson. Couldn't pass it up.
3: You could not pass it up if you're the Colts. It still scares me, Kevin. It scares me a lot.
4: Yeah, 54% completion percentage in uh, in college is scary for sure. But Shane Stankin made it work with Jalen Hurts when there were a lot of doubters about that. For me, as a huge fan of, of college schemes matriculating up to the NFL, the Colts will be must-watch television next year. I'm really curious to see what they do with Richardson at quarterback.
3: AFC South has been busy. We talked to our good friend, Rob Fontenot at number two with the Texans. We're going to hear from him again. And at number four, Drake Wally with the Colts. So it's great. This next one, it's the Seattle Seahawks are on the clock. They're first of two
6: picks with the fifth selection in the NFL 2023 draft. The Seahawks via the Denver Broncos select Jalen Carter, defensive interior, Georgia.
3: Wow. So that's a guy, is he going to fall because of all of the uh, the problems in the offseason? But he is going to the Seattle Seahawks. They definitely need a lot up there. They needed a quarterback, but they decided to forego the quarterback here, Kevin. They are going to take Jalen Carter, the big man from Georgia, and the guy that was assigned to the Seattle Seahawks was our very own Kevin Smith. KT, tell me why you made this selection.
4: (laughs) Hey, that's me. Uh, Yeah, well, okay. So Jalen Carter could be the most talented player in the entire draft. But obviously, like you referenced, he's had some off-field concerns that have caused his draft stock to drop and some teams to take him off the board altogether. So when you take a player like that, you're going to obviously look for need. The Seahawks have a need. They need to bolster their 30th ranked run defense. And Carter certainly can help do that. But what does a guy like this need more than anything else? He needs culture. He needs to be, to be drafted by a team that has good structure and good culture. And in Pete Carroll who is a veteran coach who certainly knows how to handle players and John Schneider, a GM who's been there a long time and has, has built a solid culture in Seattle. He will get the structure that he needs. So if Jalen Carter can succeed in the NFL, a, a team like Seattle is a great place for him to land. So in my estimation with the top three quarterbacks off the board in this spot, Seattle's got the infrastructure to make
3: a talent like Jalen Carter work. All right, let's go down to the podium. The Lions
6: are on the clock. The ticket is in. Let's do it. The sixth selection in the 2023 NFL draft via the Rams, the Detroit Lions select Tyree Wilson of Texas Tech. Tyree Wilson, another
3: guy with a high motor. We are going to go to not the Motor City. We are going to go to Cleveland, not far down the road. The Fanatical Elves Network,
0: John Suchan, is taking this pick for us. Lions have been doing some great things on defense, and they add one more weapon to make their team a contender in 2023.
3: You think they're going to be a contender? They're doing, Dan Campbell is doing everything right. It seems they look really good, especially with that big win streak last year, KT. What does a guy like Tyree Williams mean for a team that took Aiden Hutchinson number one last year? Is this defense being really built to be strong?
4: Well, it means that Detroit now has two fantastic pass rushers on the edge of their defense on either edge. You and I are cover the Steelers, and we know how dynamic the the duo of T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith is. I mean, this is a duo that can rival that uh, in terms of at least their potential. Hutchinson had, Hutchinson had a great rookie year. Wilson might be the best pure pass rusher in the draft. Uh, Detroit's defense needs to catch up with their offense, so I would think that this would be a, a really smart pick for the Lions.
6: The Raiders are next, the seventh selection in the 2023 NFL Draft. The Las Vegas Raiders select cornerback Christian Gonzalez, Oregon. My draft crush is off the
3: board. Christian Gonzalez, this guy. Wow. He's something special. He is. Is he head and shoulders? The number one corner coming out of this draft.
4: I think he and Devin Witherspoon are the two, are the two guys that most that teams are looking at as the number one corners, although Witherspoon can't play all the schemes as well as Gonzalez. This is my bold prediction, right? You know how Sauce Gardner was the big breakout defensive back player from last year's draft and wound up being a pro bowler and the rookie of the year. For me, Christian Gonzalez is the guy who has the biggest opportunity or biggest chance, I should say, to become the Sauce Gardner of this draft.
3: Another team that's really weird to me is the Atlanta Falcons because... Their quarterback situation is not completely set. Are they going quarterback, Kevin?
6: Well, the pick is in. Let's find out. With the eighth pick in the NFL 2023 draft, the Atlanta Falcons select tackle Peter Skoronsky of Northwestern. All right. Is he a
3: tackle first, Kevin? And what do you think about this pick?
4: Well, first of all, if your last name's Skaronsky, you have no choice in life but to become an offensive lineman. That is that is your <laughs> calling. Short arms, Brian. Short arms. Remember the great Kenny Pickett Raptors. small hands debate? Right. He's got yes, he's got dinosaur arms. Uh, but actually, that does tend to matter when you play offensive tackle. And so, right, could will they move Skoronsky? into guard. Here's my concern with him. My concern with Skaronsky is if the length isn't ideal at tackle, then his ability to play with power isn't ideal at guard. And so Skaronsky, my concern is that he's a little bit of a tweener, right? Is he powerful enough to play guard? Is he long enough to play tackle? But he's certainly an accomplished lineman and he's really technically, he's really, really good technically very, very balanced and plays with great leverage. So so, you know, he's. I think he's a good pick, that, but Atlanta's got to figure out where they want to play him and how to make that work.
3: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what's going on in there down in Hotlanta. So Skaronski, he seemed like he would have been better fit to be a Chicago Bear, just with the name alone. And the Bears are on the clock. They're ready to roll. They cannot get Skaronski,
6: but... Let's see who they are going to get. The ninth selection of the 2023 NFL draft, the Chicago bears via the Carolina Panthers select Nolan Smith, Georgia. They went defense, Kevin.
4: Yeah. The bears are certainly making a massive investment uh, in their defense this off season. They've, they've brought in some, some high profile linebackers and, They've they've spent a lot of money this offseason. They seem to be taking a, a, a run at, at things, trying to get themselves all the support that they can for Justin Fields. Nolan Smith, four, three, eight, forty at 6, 2, 240 pounds. Remember, Brian, remember when four three was the domain solely of like wide receivers and corners? Yeah. Now you have edge rushers. Yeah, now you got edge rushers running in the four threes. He ran four three eight, and he was pissed because he thought he should have run faster. So, you know, will the, the the really interesting thing about Nolan Smith is he's actually. I mean, you hear four three eight and immediately go, "Oh, he's going to be a great edge rusher," and he might, but he's actually right now a better run defender because he's so powerful and he plays with such good leverage than he is uh, a pass rusher. He actually he can struggle at times with longer tackles and uh, and, and getting caught up with them, but, but he's certainly a great athlete and it'll be interesting to see what the bears do with him.
3: Those big guys can move when they want to. I tell you what, this guy could be dangerous. I always
4: wanted wanted to get clocked in the forties in the 40 at like a high school party when somebody else, the cops are here. And then, and then everybody runs, you know, I'd love to see what my, what my running from the cops, uh, (laughs) at a high school party, 40 time would be. As a high school coach, do you go scout high school parties? That's how we time our guys, right? We, we actually <laughs> we show up at their at, at their at their parties, and we yell cops, and then we have guys outside with stopwatches.
3: <laughs> All right, let's hope the school board is not hearing this one. <laughs> let's go down to the podium. The Super Bowl runner-ups, the NFC champions, the Philadelphia Eagles, they've got a loaded team, and they have a chance to add to it. Now, sure, they've lost some things in free agency. Their first of two picks in the first round of the 2023 draft. Let's do
6: it. With the 10th selection of the 2023 NFL draft, the Philadelphia Eagles via the New Orleans Saints select running back Bijan Robinson, Texas. Wow. I love this pick. Our CEO,
3: Ken Wisniewski, he picked this guy. He's going for the home run power. This is a guy that runs really fast too. Isn't he a four three guy?
4: Yeah, and and four uh, three guy with big size. He's an every down back, three down playmaker. The Eagles lost their guy. You know their main guy, Miles Sanders. Just another weapon for the Eagles. Now you know you're going to have people who are going to cry like, oh, that's too high for a running back, and the value of running back seems to have fallen. And everybody's going to say you can get a uh, you can get one later in the draft. But Robinson has been rated by some uh, talent evaluators in the top three or four talents in the entire draft. So you add him to a loaded Philly roster and the rich are getting richer.
3: Let's go ahead back to the AFC South right now. It's the Tennessee Titans. They are on the clock. We'll
6: see what they've got going on at number 11. Dave Stefano, let us know. In the 11th selection of the 2023 draft, The Tennessee Titans select wide receiver Jackson Smith, the Jigba, Ohio State.
4: He is my favorite receiver in the draft because what a route runner he is. He is an elite route runner who is going to be a nightmare for opposing defenses in the middle of the field. Imagine if Julian Edelman had just better long speed and a little bit better ability to make people miss. And that's a little bit uh, who this guy reminds me of. And I think that if you get him into an offense that is a play action based offense and can and can get the linebackers displaced and open up the
3: middle of the field, he is going to be a problem for defenses. So thanks to our friends from Home Run Throwback our FFSN affiliate with the Tennessee Titans for making that pick. I do want to go ahead and back. I did not go ahead and disclose since uh, they did not come on the show, but a few people that made these picks, let's go ahead and let you know who they are. The Las Vegas Raiders was made by the Raiders Insider Podcast. Uh, Fantastic, fantastic beat writer. Hondo Carpenter making that pick. The Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons podcast, our friend, Scott Kennedy, making that pick. And the Chicago Bears, the Bear Claw Network. I love the Bear Claws. Our good friends there, Pay Saunders. And making that pick was the one and only Joey Christopoulos. The next pick, we're going to go back to the bullpen. We're going to be going back to the Houston Texans, making their second pick. They went quarterback. Do they get a quarterback of the defense coming up? Let's see.
6: With the 12th selection of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Houston Texans, via the Cleveland Browns, select Luke Van Ness, Edge, out of
3: Iowa. All right, let's find out what Rob Fontenot thinks from the bullpen of Van Ness.
2: The 12th overall pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Texans select Edge Rusher from Iowa, Lucas vaness this guy's nicknamed hercules by his teammates he looks like he's carved out of stone he's quick he has an nfl grade spin move he has long arms the houston texans need an edge rusher he is from the big 10 and look how that paid off for us last time when we got jj watt lucas vaness that's who we want That's who they want. Great pick, Fontenot. Thank you very much.
3: Kevin, before we get into this, I have been called Hercules, but I look like I've been carved out of pizza dough. (laughs) Hercules, Hercules. I knew you were going to go with that. (laughs) I love it. Kevin, Van Ness, what's the story with this guy?
4: So he's interesting. A lot of people are skeptical of him because they say that he is – really being rated on his potential and not his production. He he's a little bit limited in the sense that he's pretty much a bull rusher, uh, with one counter move, the spin move, which if you're a good offensive tackle, you can counter a spin move. Anytime a a defender turns his back to you, you should be able to counter that. So he's going to have to learn a more advanced repertoire, uh, of pass rush moves to become a elite NFL edge rusher. Interestingly, like some of his best work was done when he bumped down inside and lined up as a three tech over top of guards. He's 275 pounds and he's actually a lean 275. He can easily put on 15 pounds and, and retain a lot of his quickness. So I'll be really interested to in see how the Texans use him. Is D'Amico Ryan's going to leave him as a pure edge or will he move him up and down the line and try to create some quickness mismatches inside. So that'll be very interesting to see with Van Ness.
3: Let's go ahead see what the New York Jets, J E T S, are they still mess, mess, mess with Robert Sala? I don't think so. Let's get their pick. It's
6: the 13th selection in the 2023 draft, the New York Jets select Broderick Jones, Georgia. Dan Burnham from This is the Jet
3: Life made this pick. Let's see what Dan has to say.
0: Jones is an ascending, super athletic tackle with the ideal size and skills to take on NFL pass rushers. In the run game, he's aggressive and powerful and shows great body control. Jets general manager Joe Douglas prioritizes the trenches, and with oft-injured Mekhi Becton and soon-to-be 38-year-old Dwayne Brown as the team's two starting tackles, the Jets address a premium position with Jones, who projects to be an anchor in their line for years to come. What do you think? I
3: love this pick. I think the Jets hit it out of the park here.
4: Yeah, Broderick Jones is a guy who has a ton of potential. He's a little bit young. It's interesting because at this point, the Jets had their choice of Jones or Paris Johnson. And so wondering why they would take Jones over Johnson. They're both long. Johnson's just a little bit more advanced at this point. And so it must be a potential uh, thing that the Jets maybe realize, hey, they're not ready to compete for a championship just yet. But if they give Zach Wilson, if if he's going to be their guy, or if they trade for Aaron Rodgers, like many people anticipate, they're going to you know need a guy who they maybe they can put behind Dwayne Brown for a year as he sort of phases out his career. Give give uh, Jones a year to learn behind a, an experienced veteran, and then bring him into the starting lineup a year from now. So I would I would assume that that might be the thinking in that in, in choosing him over Paris Johnson.
3: I like Broderick Jones. I like what he brings to the Jets here. They need some power. They need some strength. They need some big, angry, ugly. And I think they're getting it right here in Broderick Johnson. Let's go ahead and keep it going. We are at pick 14. The AFC East—they're making a lot of picks here, Kevin. And let's go ahead and see what's going on with Bill Belichick
6: up in Foxborough. Announce that pick with the 14th selection in the NFL Draft. The New England Patriots select cornerback Joey Porter, Penn State. All right, Andrew Wilbar from Fans First
3: Sports Network and Still Curtain Network. He made this pick for the Patriots. He is a draft guru. If you ever wanted to meet one, this guy knows his stuff. Andrew, take it away.
0: This is an intriguing fit. Porter has ideal length. He is feisty at the line of scrimmage, can get a little grabby at times, but a guy who has every trait in the book can play really physical and man coverage. Something New England plays a lot of. He makes a lot of sense for New England here in the middle rounds. I have him as my number one corner in this draft. He may be the third one taken, but he has tremendous upside, maybe as much upside as any corner in this class.
3: Thanks, Andrew. Kevin Smith, Joey Porter Jr., his dad, a former Steeler. We know him well. He's actually as dynamic as his dad, but without the bad attitude. What's going on, Kevin? Joey Porter Jr. as a patriot, can Steeler fans handle that?
4: Well, I, I don't know if the Steeler fans can handle that because I think a lot of them really wanted Joey Porter, but it's a very Bill Belichick, Pick. He's a really diverse quarter. He's long. He can play press man. The Patriots like their corners to be physical. I think Joey Porter's uh tape against Marvin Harrison, who, who might be the best receiver in college football last year was really good and probably would attract teams to him because that's that's you're watching him against Marvin Harrison like you're watching him against NFL guys. And so you you look at him there and you and you can see how he projects into the NFL, which I'm
3: sure was something that was attractive to Belichick. The Green Bay Packers are on the clock as we're approaching the halfway point of the draft. Let's see what's going on in Town With
6: the 15th selection of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Green Bay Packers select Miles Murphy Clemson. All right, we are going to go to Evan Lang.
3: Evan Lang, he is actually coordinator for our Colorado Rockies podcast, but a big fan of the cheese heads so let's go ahead and see what evan has to say about this pick
5: edge rusher is always a position of value and with preston smith getting older and rashawn Gary recovering from serious injury the packers need additional help getting to the quarterback on defense the packers had the sixth fewest sacks in the nfl last season at 34 Murphy is a toolsy edge rusher with good speed, good power, and long arms and was selected first team all ACC last season with a team-high 6.5 sacks for the Clemson Tigers.
3: Not sure what's going on in Green Bay. I kind of feel like they're being held hostage by Aaron Rodgers right now and that entire situation. Where would have you went here, Kevin? Because they're addressing the defense. The defense needs addressed, but they're in limbo. Right.
4: You know, he called him a a toolsy edge rusher. And I think that's a really interesting phrase alluding to the fact that he's versatile and can do a lot of things. Length is great. Obviously, you want to address the defensive side of the ball because you feel as though they didn't get after the the quarterback the way that they needed to. And you look at the Bears kind of stocking up and, and obviously understanding you got to get after fields. Uh, it's interesting that you don't go offense there because uh, it feels as though you're preparing for life after Aaron Rodgers. That if you that if you go with an offensive tackle like Paris Johnson or 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 another wide receiver, you're you're saying, hey, to to Rodgers, like you know, let's let us give you some more tools, let us give you let, let us load up on the offensive side of the ball. But you're not doing that. Uh, that feels a little bit like maybe it's a a new stretch or a new
3: strategy for the Packers in life post-Rogers. All right, let's get back to the draft. The <laughs> Commanders, this is an intriguing team. I think the Commanders are up and coming. I really like what's going on there. They need a quarterback, Kevin. Is that who they're gonna take? Let's see.
6: The 16th selection of the 2023 draft, the Washington Commanders select Paris Johnson Jr. of Ohio
3: State. All right, they do not take a quarterback there. I don't know what they were thinking with a guy like Will Levis on the board. Let's go to the gentleman that made this pick, and it's our very own Brian Anthony Davis from Fans First Sports Network. I have been privileged to go ahead and get the Washington Commanders pick here. Hey, it's simple. They need a big-time offensive lineman. That's something they really need to go ahead and beef up there. They're getting a guy that has been a standout, from high school all the way to college, he's six six, he's 313 pounds, and with 800 snaps last year, just gave up two sacks. This guy is an AP second-team All-American, first-team Big Ten. I think he is a future pro bowler. I even think Washington got a guy that beckons the hogs from the
4: 1980s. And so for the record, Brian Anthony Davis just called himself delusional and then gushed over (laughs) his his own.
3: (laughs) It's been a long draft process. (laughs) Yeah. Hey,
4: he's the best. I think he's the best tackle in the draft. I think that that, that while the commanders may not know who their quarterback of the future is a cornerstone tackle who can play the left or the right side. Great, great tackle. Great pick.
3: Would have you gone QB there? Or, I mean, a guy like Johnson, it's
4: hard to pass up. It all depends on how much you like Will Levis. He's the next best guy, right? Maybe you like Hendon Hooker a little bit better, but it all depends. If you, if you, if you feel, do you feel as though there are four or maybe five first-round quarterbacks in this draft? Or do you think the top three are in a class by themselves? That's that's really what the evaluation depends upon.
3: We are halfway through the draft here, Kevin Smith. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to go to commercial. We will be back after this with the second half of the draft. And the Steelers of Pittsburgh, Iron City in the house, on the clock. will be back with the pick right after this on the Fans First Sports Network
0: In that
5: case, I pronounce you lucky.
2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. Plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. I ain't the worst looking man you've ever seen. There
3: I am on the subway train. Welcome back to the 2023 NFL Draft. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. KT Smith is here. We represent Fans First Sports Network and the Steel Curtain Network with FFSN for all of your NFL needs and every other sport possible. Make sure you check out FFSN. We have a big launch coming up as we are just underway. Newly minted, really excited And bringing it all to you, make sure you check out Kevin Smith on the FFSN network affiliate for the NFL. KT Smith, every Thursday, drops a brand new episode of The Call Sheet. Getting ready for episode number four this week. I have a feeling I know what you're talking about, KT, on on Wednesday this week.
4: Uh, Shockingly, Brian, we're going to talk about the draft. We are. Yeah, we are and that will be really interesting because we're going to look at one of the first things we're going to look at is how teams put together draft boards try to pull back the curtain a little bit and look at, at how the process uh, goes on everybody is enamored with the pick of course and that's the that's the product but but how what goes into uh, d- determining that pick and then in the second half of the show we're going to run through some ideas for for round 1 and what what people can anticipate for Thursday night. So it's going to be a great show.
3: All right. I did say that it drops every Thursday, but because of the draft, we're moving up a day. So I did not contradict myself there. Like I did with the Paris Johnson Jr. Pick. So (laughs) let's go ahead and move on. Kevin, we've had 16 picks and I got to say, they all seem pretty solid to me.
4: Right. I, I don't think any, I don't think there's a pick in the first 16 where,
3: where you can really scratch your head and say, I don't get that one. Steeler fans are getting restless. They want to know their pick, and there's nothing worse than an anxious Steeler fan. So let's go down to the podium. The pick is in. Let's
7: see it. With
6: the 17th selection of the NFL draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers select Devin Witherspoon, cornerback, Illinois. Yes. If this man is there,
3: I run up to the podium i stiff arm men women and children i i make this pick and i love it jeff hartman of ffsn and the steel curtain network well he made this pick let's hear about it
0: this is jeff hartman of the steel curtain network and in the fans first sports network 2023 mock draft with the 17th overall draft pick the pittsburgh steelers select the most complete cornerback In this draft class, out of Illinois, cornerback, Devin Witherspoon. That's right, Nation. Cornerback, Devin Witherspoon, out of Illinois, is the pick at number 17.
3: Wow, I've never heard Jeff that fired up, and I've made him mad before, Kevin, but he's excited. Yeah, he should be. This is my favorite corner in the draft. I love him. Not
4: my favorite. I take that back. He's not my favorite overall corner he's my favorite corner for the Steelers because of the scheme fit because Devin Witherspoon might be the best pure man cover corner in the draft he's a guy that uh, is feisty and fights for the football and competes I love his competitive spirit he's a sub 4-4 guy his his man uh, coverage and ball skills are excellent and he's he's a guy who the Steelers with
3: all the cover one that they've been playing the last couple of years, I would be thrilled to get. I am loving this. You heard me when that pick was made. This is a dream for Steelers fans. Sure, there's a lot of needs out there, but there's still some very good linemen out there. They do have the 32nd overall pick as well. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do there. But for right now, fantastic pick. You should be celebrating Steel City. Celebrate hard, because Devin Witherspoon has been selected to your black and gold. All right, let's go down to Dave
6: Stefano for that pick. With the 18th selection of the NFL Draft 2023, the Detroit Lions select Brian Branch, Alabama.
3: Let's see what the Fanatical Elves say about this pick.
0: Brian Branch, the versatile safety cornerback from Alabama. The Lions are stocking up on great defensive talent as they pursue a super bowl in 2023
3: i love the lions right now i'm kind of on that bandwagon i don't have a second favorite team so the lions are one that i just really enjoy watching and i know that you have a son that's a lions fan if i'm not mistaken
4: he is a lions fan because he liked the lion on their helmets I have two sons and one is a Lions fan and one is a Carolina Panthers fan. And they both picked the teams for the same stupid reason that they like the <laughs> they like the cat on their helmets. <laughs> Terrible parenting. But, uh, but I'll tell you what, uh, the Lions, right? I, I tell my son who's 10, the Lions fan, uh, he's 10. And I say, look, man, they're going to be good. And then you're going to be able to claim that you're a legit Lions fan and not a bandwagoner because you jumped on when you were about six years old. Now
3: that's good parenting. You see, that is good parenting. You're, you're making them feel good about it. You're not making them feel guilty about not being a Steelers fan, even though I saw you buy him a Kenny Pickett jersey. I did. I did.
4: He had no choice. We were at training camp, so okay. it, they didn't have any Lions uh, stuff for sale in the tent. You know?
3: <laughs> Nor should they. What would your son say about this pick?
4: He would say cool because he probably doesn't know anything about him, but I but I would I would say that he is a tough and versatile guy who if there's one concern about Brian Branch it's like where do you play him is he is he is he a true safety does he play in the box a little bit does he can he play corner some and the answer is yeah he can do all those things but is he like a jack of all trades master of none kind of guy or is he a versatile guy who with a nose for the ball who makes plays a lot of this if you pick Brian Branch then you're picking him because you believe he fits your scheme and you have a plan for him So not, not just because you believe like, Oh, well, he's the, he's the best pure blank uh, in in the draft. So, so for Detroit, they got to have an idea about how they want to use him, but they get a real good football player.
3: Buccaneers lost Tom Brady. They do need a quarterback in Tampa.
6: Will Levis. He's on the board. Do the bucks go that way? Let's see with the 19th selection. Of the 2023 NFL draft, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select quarterback, Hendon Hooker, Tennessee. The
3: Hooker, the Hooker is going to be working in Tampa. Hendon Hooker from Tennessee, he was hurt a good bit last year. They went quarterback, but not Will Levis here, KT Smith. Does this fit? That's interesting. This is a gamble
4: because he is a 25-year-old coming off of an ACL injury who you got to figure his first year is going to be a, a red shirt year in a way. And then what's the plan down the road? Is he, is he a guy who you see with a fast learning curve? He was at Virginia tech for a couple of years where he, he was, you know, he didn't really set himself apart from the field, but then he transfers to Tennessee and, and plays great. So was that a system, uh, success at Tennessee. He's certainly uh, got a lot of upside, but there's a lot of questions that come with him too. So I think the Hooker pick is interesting, but
3: is definitely a risk. Let's go ahead to my good friend Big G, Sean Gurley.
6: Big G, what's going on? It's Big G from the Steel Curtain Network, the Homies Podcast. That's rather Cavaliers Podcast making the pick for the Buccaneers. Who goes with Hendon Hooker, quarterback, University of Tennessee. It's a reboot in Tampa Bay. Tom Brady has left the building, and it's time for them to move forward with a quarterback. And this is why. There's no quarterback in Atlanta. There's a soft reboot in New Orleans with Derek Carr, and there's definitely going to be a quarterback in Carolina with the number one overall pick. So they move forward. Baker Mayfield, your days are numbered as you being up underneath center for the Buccaneers, and let's reboot the Buccaneers franchise with Hendon Hooker, quarterback university of tennessee let's go bucks all right
3: i tell you what that is a fun pick let's go bucks this guy's an ohio state fan that just made that pick so he's we get one from buckeyes to buccaneers also a guy that knows quarterbacks a guy that played at arkansas tight end for in the sec he's going hand and hooker here you think this is a reach
4: well, no wonder he doesn't like Mayfield. I mean, no, no Ohio State fan will forgive him Mayfield for that planting the OU flag on the on the fifty yard line uh, against the Buckeyes. But I, I don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, it, it all depends on on who you like better. Do you like Hooker better, or do you like Will Levis better? And uh, if you're in the market for a quarterback at this point in the draft, so you could make a case that both of them have come with question marks. And so now it's it's like like so many other things. It's, it's going to depend on the team and their ability to develop these guys uh, and fit them into their system well to see who flourishes.
3: Up next, Seattle Seahawks making their second pick of the draft. They had a really interesting pick. I think a fantastic pick. But it's defense. It's Jalen Carter. Are they going to go to offense? They don't have that quarterback there. Of the future, they have the guy for now in Geno Smith. But is he going to be there forever? Is he a one-hit
6: wonder, KT? Let's find out. Let's go down to the podium. With the 20th pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Seattle Seahawks select quarterback, Will Levis of Kentucky. Will Levi's,
3: for those of you who don't pay attention to anything and just read it, Will Levi's has been selected. He's finally off the board. The fifth quarterback taken here, KT, you made this pick. Why'd you do it?
4: I did. Well, once Hendon Hooker was gone, I really thought Tampa Bay would take Levis at 19. And when they didn't, it took me about two seconds to text in my response because I think that this guy's got huge upside. He's... He's a great competitor. He's a big, strong dude. He's six foot four, 230 pounds with a ridiculous physique. Some people criticized him for being too big, that they, oh, he's too muscular to be a quarterback, which is kind of silly. You know, he's he's some people have said that he's cocky and that he's a little bit arrogant and he's got some down some critics for for that. But I just think that he's got a huge arm. I love his competitive spirit. I think that he's a guy in the SEC at Kentucky. Which is usually a team that is under talented when you consider who they play against. They're never going to have better talent when they're up against Alabama and Georgia and LSU, et cetera. But he kept them really competitive, and I think that he's the kind of guy that, again, you get him into the right system, you get him around the right leadership. Pete Carroll, John Schneider, the culture of the Seahawks, really good veteran coaches. You get him around a, a guy like Geno Smith who who has been through his own share of criticism throughout his NFL career. And this guy's got a chance to flourish. So I I think the two picks that I took for Seattle, Carter and Levis, both come with risk. No doubt about that. And they were not safe picks, but they are both picks where you're betting as an organization that you are good enough and can provide the culture and stability that will allow these guys to flourish. And if that's the case, then Seattle walks away with two super talented players.
3: Indeed, they do. Real quick, if it was the other way around, and Tampa Bay took Levis, would have you looked at Hooker hard here?
4: No, not, not here.
3: All right, so our next pick has been forfeited. It's the Miami Dolphins. We're still going to go down to the podium for that with Dave Stefano.
6: With the 21st pick of the NFL draft, the Miami Dolphins select it. Eh. They will not select. Their pick has been forfeited.
3: (laughs) All right. Great job with that, Dave. Let's go to number 21, the Los Angeles Chargers. Our friends from the lightning round made this pick. Let's go back down to Dave Stefano and see what's
6: going on with the bolts. With the now 21st draft pick, the Los Angeles Chargers select Zay Flowers. Wide receiver, Boston College. Boston
3: College on the board in the first round. I tell you what, Zay Flowers has uh, risen quite a bit since the Combine. Why is that, and is this a great pick for the Chargers?
4: Uh, He will inject playmaking into an offense almost immediately. He might be a really good slot fit for teams, If you're the chargers, he's a great weapon for your franchise quarterback. Some people have actually compared him to Antonio Brown, which let's not get ahead of ourselves, man. I mean, we're not anointing uh, anybody who hasn't played a single down in the NFL, the next Antonio Brown, but, but he's got some similarities in his game. Uh, And so, so if you think about, you know, what's Justin Herbert
3: need, he needs, he needs a couple more playmakers. This guy makes a lot of sense. This team, I think was one of the most disappointing teams of 2022. I thought they should have gone a whole lot farther. That collapse in the playoffs. Isn't it funny how some
4: franchises always seem to be good but not good enough? That just that's just for me the the vibe that the Chargers always give that they're just they're good. They're they're good. They're but they're just always seem to be missing something. Well, right now they've got the best quarterback that they've had since Dan Fouts. So if there's going to be a window for them, it's it's got to be in the next couple of years and so you just hope that for if you're a Chargers fan that they can provide Herbert the weapons he needs.
3: All right, Kevin, let's go back to the AFC North. As the Steelers already made the first selection for the division, the Ravens are going to make the second selection in that division.
6: Let's hear it with the 22nd pick in the NFL draft of 2023, the Baltimore Ravens select Deontay Banks, corner out of Maryland. Not going too far as Deontay Banks. This
3: is a guy who shot up since the Combine. Kevin, what do you think about this guy as corners, well, they're going off.
4: I think I hate it because he's going to the Ravens. You know, I mean... (laughs) Hard to like as a Steelers fan because I think he's an excellent football player. And he he really feels like a Ravens defender. When you think about some of the Ravens corners, Chris McAllister, some of the guys that they've had over the years who are physical, like to get into the receivers' faces. I was thinking Marcus Peters, his name had, had skipped escaped me for a moment. Deontay Banks is that. He fits right in there. He he's a a big physical guy. He's a good press man guy. Uh, he's going to be somebody that that is going to just look and feel like a Raven. That's a really good pick for them.
3: Let's go ahead and talk to our good friend, Kevin. Hey,
5: here. everybody. It's your boy Tate from the Know-It-All's podcast and the homies on the, on the Steel Curtain Network making the draft pick number 23 for the Baltimore Ravens. And this pick, I had to consider what Baltimore would do. That's rough for a Steeler fan. But with this pick, I picked cornerback Deontay Banks out of the University of Maryland, and the reason for picking him is Baltimore traditionally goes goes defense and those those type of players. And they Marcus Peters uh, was free agent they had that they haven't resigned. So I felt like cornerback was a need, and at this pick, that was the best value. So that's what we went with. Deontay Banks, University of Maryland. Thanks.
3: Hey, it's time for the Vikings to pick Kevin, and we've got. Our Deputy Commissioner making this pick from Vikings first in school.
6: With the 23rd pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Minnesota Vikings select Brian Brisset, defensive tackle from Clemson. You're looking at a five-star recruit going into college. A man that can play all positions on the defensive line, but will be best as a disruptor. In the three or five technique under Brian Flores, the new defensive coordinator of the Vikings. The Vikings are looking to increase their pass rush pressure rate and get to the quarterback with multiple sacks. Brian Brisset, a six foot five and a half inch, 298 pound Beast of a man will get that done. He had over 60 pressures in his college career, and he looks to be a disruptive force at the next level. He will be replacing Dalvin Tomlinson, who signed a contract with the Cleveland Browns. The big thing is he will make a bigger impact than Dalvin ever could. Vikings fans, rejoice. You've got your man. What do we say? Skull Vikings. <laughs> KT, <laughs> I, I
3: got to tell you, when you're the deputy commissioner and you're at the podium, if this was the Oscars, the orchestra would have been playing a long time ago, but uh, he's working hard for us, making all these picks. We gave him a little extra time. Brian Bresay, he's he's an interesting guy here, high character guy, but last year injuries, rough time for him. What do you think of this guy? Well, for, first
4: of all, how how great would it be if if Dave were your waiter one night, and <laughs> <laughs> the specials tonight include a delicious pork tenderloin. <laughs> <laughs>
3: this is one of the joys of being at Fans for a Sports Network. You get to meet all these different personalities. Probably one guy I bonded with the most has been David Stefano. If you see our all of our logos here at Steel Curtain Network, he's the one putting them together. Very talented guy. KT he put yours together for the call sheet. A lot of thanks goes to David Stefano. Absolutely. And he's right to be excited
4: about Brian Brisset. Huge potential. He was, the, he was the number one overall recruit in the country just a few years ago. I would think the only concern would be his injury history, but you look at so, sometimes players fall because teams get worried about their their injuries and and then they're able to sort of recover and move on. I think about a guy like Landon Dickerson, the, uh, the guard for the Eagles out of Alabama, who was a lot of people had huge concerns about about his knee injuries in college, and he's gone on to become a Pro Bowl player for the Eagles and has remained healthy. Brian Flores is now the DC in Minnesota. And he was in Pittsburgh last year, where he took rookie Demarvin Leal and moved him up and down the line from one tech to three tech to five, and even stood him up on the edge sometimes. And I would it,
3: I'd be interested to see if that's how they use Brian Brisset in Minnesota. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be back right after this on. FFSN. That's the fans first sports network.
0: It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper?
7: Ain't the worst looking man you've ever seen. And
3: there I am on the subway train. Welcome back to Fans First Sports Network. It's the draft. 23 picks are in so far. Kevin, any major surprises? Any major reaches?
4: No, I don't think that there are major reaches. I think uh, Tampa Bay choosing Hendon Hooker over Will Levis is the biggest surprise of the first round, but that's really kind of the only one that so far
3: has kind of gotten me to be like, whoa. Let's go back to Florida as
6: the surprising Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock. The 24th selection of the 2023 draft. The Jacksonville Jaguars select Darnell Wright, Tennessee.
8: Darnell Wright was the obvious pick for the Jaguars of this selection with Brian Branch off the board, so many other pass rushers off the board. The Jaguars need offensive line death, and general manager Tim Balke didn't sound overly optimistic about Cam Robertson's status on Thursday. So taking our starting right tackle, slidewalk a Little, back over the left tackle, as an easy pick for the Jaguars at number 24.
3: All right, thank you, John Shipley from the Jaguars Report Podcast. I uh, really appreciate it. Man, I'm kind of bummed about this pick. I was hoping that he would fall down to the Steelers at number 32. I love Darnell Wright. It's one that I would have considered at 17 if Devin Witherspoon was not on the board. I love this guy. I think he's a mauler.
4: Yeah, he's huge. He's 6'5 and 335 pounds, and he's really long, and he plays with some nasty. He's probably mostly a right tackle. But if he's going to be a right tackle, you, you want him to be a good drive blocker, good run blocker, and his, he's going to be that. And so makes sense. Get some protection for Trevor Lawrence and and upgrade the line. Good, good smart pick.
3: Yeah, I think the Jags are on the rise. The Giants are on the clock right now. We are going to go to Rob Pastor from the Dolphinatics. With the 25th pick of the 2023 draft, the New York Giants select Quentin Johnston, wide receiver, TCU. TCU. They were in the championship game this year. Quentin Johnson. He's a burner, KT. What do you think? I think he's a boomer bust guy. I think
4: he's a he's a guy who has great big play potential. Absolutely great big play potential. Like you said, a burner. Drops some balls. Plays in a in a system at TCU that is a little bit. It's not really an NFL system that what you're going to see on Sundays anyway. If Eagles fans are listening, and they'll think, "Oh, TCU receivers," they think of Jalen Rieger, who's really struggled in the league. So that'll be really interesting to see. Will the will the Giants be able to acclimate Johnson to their offense? Now, granted, you come into an offense with Brian Dable, you're you're going to be used creatively, and you're going to be used with by one of the best offensive minds in the NFL. So, so Dable's a a great candidate to make it work for Johnston, but Johnston, if, if he's a guy who doesn't produce, it'll likely be because just too many self-inflicted errors.
3: The Cowboys are on the clock. They are a very interesting team. A lot of people really disappointed in what happened. What do they need, Kevin? What do you think?
4: Well, uh, I think that they need to continue to build on the offensive side of the ball and They've got some pretty good playmakers, and just, you know, Dak Prescott's got some injury issues.
3: I think they need to continue to upgrade their front. Okay, let's go down to the podium. In fact, you know what, Kevin? I think I'm going to go ahead and announce this pick. It's the Dallas Cowboys. You said they need some help. You said they need some protection. The Dallas Cowboys, with the 26th pick of the NFL draft, select Osiris Torrance. From Florida, Osiris Torrance. What do you think there, Kevin?
4: Mm, that guy's that guy's physical. I think that's a that's a guy who gets after it up front. He's a he's a mauler. He's not the same sort of shape as Nate Newton. But he, but when you said uh, Osiris Torrance to the Cowboys, I thought Nate Newton. If he can be anything close to what Nate Newton was, that's a heck of a pick.
8: It is Ahmad Bell. Mod. What do you think here, buddy? What is up, world? This is Mod from the Cowboys Global Cast here at FFSN. Um, I am in charge of picking for the Dallas Cowboys at pick number twenty-six of the NFL Draft, two thousand twenty-three, and the Dallas Cowboys select Osiris Torrance, guard from the University of Florida. Um, I believe that the Cowboys will pick him because it fills a offensive hole and an offensive need. Um, That will be able to keep Tyler Smith, who was drafted in the first round of last year's draft at tackle. Um, and we'll also have Terrence Steele back at the other tackle. It will just enable the Cowboys to have a stronger offensive line, which in turn keeps Dak Prescott clean, which in turn improves the running game like Mike McCarthy said that they were about to. So this pick would definitely help the offense and put the offensive line of the Dallas Cowboys in a better place, if not one of the better offensive lines in the league.
3: They've always been a good offensive line interesting to see great pick thanks mod the buffalo bills that's another team with a really talented offense let's see what they go and do
6: with the 27th selection of your 2023 nfl draft the buffalo bills select dalton kincaid out of utah
3: They go with the tight end, Kevin. Let's go to FFSN's very
7: own Jeremy Betts from our draft
3: preview shows. And he's going to talk about
7: this pick. This is Jeremy Betts with FFSN, and I'm making the Buffalo Bills selection in the 2023 FFSN mock draft. And I'm selecting Dalton Kincaid, tight end end out of Utah. Uh, Kincaid can step in immediately and be a, a massive target for Uh, Josh Allen and help out with an offense that yes has some pieces but really needs some playmakers and there's been a lot of talk about adding weapons on the outside I think Kincaid can come in and be that for Josh Allen right away
3: can he be KT Smith can he be well, you know, he's like your modern
4: move tight end in the NFL, like that your tight end who attacks down the seam, and you move him all over the all over the formation. You motion him, you put him in the slot, you split him out wide. I guess the only concern about him is he's had some lingering back issues, and back issues always, always make you nervous when you talk about people who have to be in line blockers at times. As long as Kincaid stays healthy, yes, I, I agree with Jeremy. Man, excellent weapon for Josh Allen.
3: Yeah, I like that. I think uh, they have dynamic receivers there in Buffalo. I think Dalton Kincaid is uh, more of one of those tight ends that are going to see a lot of balls coming his way. I like that pick for Buffalo. Let's go ahead. The Cincinnati Bengals are on the clock. I wish we could skip them all together, but they
6: did make their pick, so let's hear it. With the 28th selection of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Cincinnati Bengals select Michael Mayer out of Notre Dame.
3: All right. I really wish we would have skipped this pick because I perish the thought of Michael Mayer playing with Joe Burrow. This is a fantastic pick for the Bengals, Kevin. I love it.
4: Yeah, he's probably, I mean, all all around, he's probably the best tight end in, in the draft and He's a guy who you could probably put into your lineup immediately and and he makes a serious impact. And then if you give the Bengals a really good tight end in the middle of the field, it almost feels unfair because on the outside you've got this this embarrassment of riches. You got Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd and uh, T. Higgins. T. Higgins. Thank you very much. And so boy, you got Joe Mixon at running back. Uh, Joe Burrow at
3: quarterback. God, I just I'm gonna
4: pour myself a drink now,
3: Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. When I uh, look, I know I contradict myself, but I love this pick. If I'm being objective, this is fantastic for Cincinnati. As a Steeler fan, I hate it, but hey, I'm here as a moderator for the FFS and mock draft. I got to take my black and gold hat off. Fantastic, man! I love this pick. Yeah.
4: Well, we- tight end run. There, you know, is there another one? We got another one coming because Darnell Uh, Washington is still out there. And boy, is he interesting?
3: Well, I tell you what, we go from who day to who dat. The new Orleans saints are on the
6: clock. Are they going to keep this run going? 29th selection of your 2023 NFL draft. The new Orleans saints via the San Francisco 49ers select Darnell Washington, Georgia.
3: Oh ho, ho, wow. wow the run is going I that would have been one of those picks that a team like the Eagles or a team like the Steelers of 32 could have really went after a guy like Darnell Washington I think he has become a darling of a lot of teams in mock draft season what do you think about this guy is he more special than the other two um he's he's different than the other two. He's 6'7"
4: 270. Where do you where do you find that at the tight end position and and yet he averaged there were 17 yards a catch at Georgia, which is really I mean 270 and and he's averaging 17 yards a catch. That it's not because he's beating people deep down the field. It's because he's a nightmare to get on the ground. I mean, imagine trying to tackle 6'7" 270. He can run, he can block. Uh, he, he didn't put up the biggest numbers in the world because when Georgia went to their, uh, they were a predominantly 12 personnel team and they, their receiving tight end was Brock Bauer. So he was the focus of the passing game, but boy, Washington is a, is a unique talent and uh, a really fascinating prospect. I don't know if we've seen a tight end like him maybe ever, right? So he's a guy whose career I'm definitely going to follow. I'm going to be really interested to see how he plays out. Well.
3: Three tight ends off the board. Boom, boom, boom. Let's go to the Eagles. They already made a pick at number 10. They went with a running back to bolster their offense. What are they going to do at
6: number 30? Let's hear With the 30th selection of the 2023 NFL Draft, the NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles select Adabuwe War of Northwestern. And apologies for mispronunciation.
3: Yeah, I I don't know. He asked me for help on that. I could not give him any help on that one. Uh, KT Smith, are we even close with the pronunciation? So Adabuware, not so not bad, not too not too bad bad at all. Adabuware. Well,
4: he's he's an interesting guy. He's like uh, not that doesn't have ideal size for an interior defensive lineman, but he's long and he's quick. The Eagles love to draft defensive linemen. They and they load up. They lost a couple guys, most notably Javon Hargrave, so there's certainly need there. The Eagles are also not opposed to sh- like shocking people with some of their first round picks. I remember when they chose Danny Watkins an offensive lineman in the first round a couple of years ago, had been a Canadian fireman for a few years before coming uh, to college late. And I think he was 26 years old when he was selected and n- almost no one had a, a first round grade on him. Hopefully, uh, you know, a pick like Adebayore would, would work out better than, than that would, but you know, the Eagles are on a pretty good run and they're, and they're darn good at evaluating talent. So uh, if they got if they got a guy like this, they would
3: certainly know what to do with him. that whole team building something special in Philadelphia. I thought they were going to win the Super Bowl. I even at halftime, I was I was telling people it was over, did not expect that game to end up the way it did. The Kansas City Chiefs are the Super Bowl champions and they are on the clock. It's a very special team there in KC. Let's go with the last pick of the first round
6: of the draft. And finally, the last pick in the first round of your NFL 2023 draft. Dave's excited. Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs selecting Will McDonald of Iowa State.
3: I've always been a fan of McDonald's over the years. Will McDonald, I think he's a good one, Kevin. What do you think?
4: Yeah, I think Will McDonald is a guy that had like great production at Iowa State. Solid edge rusher. He had tons, a ton of production. Uh, he's got a few holes in his game. I mean, he can be a little bit inconsistent. He can sometimes get lost against bigger offensive tackles. Uh, I, I wonder, you know, with him, is he going to be an every down guy, or is he going to be a guy who, who you know, especially early on in his career, is just kind of like a pass rush a uh, special specialist. So if he can maybe cut down on the inconsistency and, and be a little bit more fundamentally sound and disciplined, then he could be a great pick because he's got tons
3: of physical gifts. All right. Jeremy Betts made this selection. Let's go ahead
7: and hear from Jeremy. This is Jeremy Betts with FFSN making the selection for the Kansas city chiefs with the final pick of the first round of the draft. And I'm selecting Will McDonald, the fourth out of Iowa state edge rusher. He is an explosive Twitchy edge rusher that can get to the passer in a variety of different ways with room to grow and uh, the ability to play multiple positions on defense. The Chiefs will covet that and they always need help with the pass rush.
3: They definitely need defense there. Will McDonald, the fourth. You said it all about him. Sounds good. And that wraps up the draft, Kevin Forrest. What's your big surprise? not of this draft, but of who is remaining going into the start of round two? Uh, that's
4: an interesting question. You know, I don't know if there are, are any players who you you say like, oh, that guy should have been a slam dunk first round pick. The, the interesting thing, you know, you and I are Steelers fans, right? The interesting thing for the Steelers is there are lots of guys in that 32nd pick who teams that are a little bit lower in the draft may – Think to themselves. All right, let's. We should move up and and get that this guy. So the Steelers, I think, are going to have the opportunity to entertain some phone calls. The the twenty hours or so between when round one ends and round two begins is going to be really kind of fascinating for them. I don't know. You know, who do, who do you maybe move up to get? Do you look up to get uh, like a running back? The Gibbs kid from Alabama still would still be there in this particular draft. Uh, Jordan Addison, the wide receiver from from USC, is there. B.J. Ojolari, O'Gil- the the edge uh, from LSU. Some some people really like Emmanuel Forbes, the corner out of Mississippi State. So I mean, there's there's some names uh, that that are that you know seem like guys worthy of either going up to get or if you're the Steelers that you could sort of sit pat and and pick at that thirty second spot.
3: Well, it's going to be interesting. We are going to find out that, but fantastic job lots of thank yous goes out to everybody here that made these draft picks took the time to record these sound bites for us and you know we didn't do it all in a hall in madison square garden or uh new york city uh the radio music city hall we didn't go ahead and do it there we didn't go to a big stadium We're doing it right here at FFSN Headquarters, and so we thank everybody. Thanks goes out to David Stefano for taking the time to be our Deputy Commissioner for this. Thanks goes out to everybody who put their picks in on time, and especially Jeff Hartman, who helped moderate that as well. So let's do it. We're getting ready for the real draft. How close are we going to be? Get your scorecards out. Get your popcorn ready, Kevin Smith. It's going to be exciting.
4: Yes, it is, man. Christmas morning of the off season. So I hope everybody gets something in your stocking that you're looking forward to.
3: All right. For Kevin Smith, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. This has been the FFSN first annual, and I mean annual. It's the inaugural. It's going to keep on going. Mock draft. Thanks so much for joining us. We love football and we know you do too. Let's do it together.